Hello and welcome to the fourth podcast. Today, I will be talking about The Suicide Squad, the reboot of the terrible, terrible 2016 movie. And this will be a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it on cinemas or on HBO, whatever is available in your place, then go back to listening to this pod. And so I hope you guys have a good time listening. The Suicide Squad is directed by the one and only James Gunn, the man behind the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and stars Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, Daniela Melchior, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Michael Rooker, Viol Davis, David Destmalchan, and Sylvester Stallone. That's a lot of talented actors in one movie. What an amazing cast. So... The Suicide Squad tells the story of the Task Force X program or the Suicide Squad program managed by Amanda Waller. They were tasked to go to Corto Maltese, a fictional DC place, to complete a super shady top secret mission. And if they disobeyed any of the orders of Amanda Waller, they have a chip planted in their brains that will explode and kill them. Yes, that's the premise of the movie. It sounds simple, but the movie is freaking amazing. This movie is so funny, it's action-packed, and it is violent. And somehow, James Gunn managed to blend all of this stuff in with a lot of characters inside of an action-comedy movie. So, I watched The Suicide Squad with a couple of my wonderful friends, Ghana, Frances, Renzen, and... William, I love y'all guys, and so if I watch, I mean, I watched it with them, and I think this is the perfect movie to watch with your friends because this movie is just a worry-free movie, and the reason that I think that this is a worry-free movie is because right away in the first fifteen minutes of the movie, almost all of the first team on the mission died. Harley Quinn and Rick Flag was the only one to survive in that opening sequence and so right away we are introduced to this movie as if nothing really matters. Anything can happen, anyone can die at any moment. And we are here to see some gruesome death scenes and fun dark comedy and some great action. And so I thought this movie was set up beautifully not only with its own the stakes and characters but also with a side characters particularly the people in the office with amanda waller they actually have a pretty important role in the movie we see them in the beginning of the movie betting as if their job is just for fun and amanda waller was the only person in that office that is serious and she feels like she do not belong to that group of people and later in the in the movie obviously the payoff is that the whole office didn't agree with Amanda Waller's methods and they knocked her out and took to control of the operation. Things like that paid off in the movie. I thought everything was set up well and the payoffs are very rewarding to watch. Going into James Gunn movies, I always expect great music because he did such an amazing job with the soundtrack of the Guardians movies and so coming into the Suicide Squad I had great expectations and I thought the music in this movie is good 
though not as good as the awesome mix soundtrack in the guardians it still matched the tone that they were tr- going for in the movie and most importantly it, i thought it was not really that aggressive compared to the previous movies that i have watched recently like cruella because the music in that movie was so aggressive that it ruined the movie for me so i really like the music i thought it was good at the very least james gunn continues to show off his great taste in music after watching this movie and having to compare it to the 2016 version all i thought about is how this movie is so much better in all aspects I am glad that this movie is amazing. I think DC characters are great and interesting and with the right people handling them, they will really be entertaining to watch on the big screen and James Gunn is one of those people and so I love The Suicide Squad. The R rating helped in a big way. I think the blood and violence in this movie is unmatched compared to other superhero movies. The Deadpool movies, I thought I thought those were violent movie superhero movies, but after seeing the suicide squad i think those deadpool movies are for kids no kidding i think this movie is so brutal that it changed my perception on those deadpool movies the scene where bloodsport and peacemaker was having a killing competition i think is a great example i thought that was the coolest thing i've ever seen the ki- the kills were both violent and funny because both of them were trying to top each other and when learning that those people were the good guys i just thought it was so funny and that was the most hilarious sequence in the movie for me in, in my opinion and so thinking about all the amazing sequences in this film it made me wonder how much creative freedom James Gunn had because this felt like the most James Gunn movie ever and it made me wonder what if all the Marvel directors have as much freedom because i think some of the MCU movies are so tied down to do this and to do that which results into some of the most boring superhero movies like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp Captain Marvel and Thor the Dark World and so it really made me wonder what if directors have more of a freedom in their work and not worrying too much about the connectivity of it in other movies uh, i just had so much fun watching the suicide squad that it really made me think think about it because i love the mcu and i want the movies to be better and the suicide squad is a great example of a movie that is great because the vision of a director was allowed by the studio and can you imagine mcu movies with the r rating wouldn't be wouldn't it be so much more entertaining to watch but anyway let's go back to this movie i have a question in the opening sequence because It seems like Amanda Waller sent the first team to be a distraction for the Bloodsport team on the other side of the beach and my question is did Amanda Waller send Harley Quinn and Colonel Rick Flag to die with the first team and so if so why I mean I get that you might want to get rid of Harley Quinn but the Colonel 
Colonel Rick Flag? I don't know, maybe I missed something, but I just think it was strange that Amanda Waller designed the first team to die and Rick Flag and Harley Quinn was in it. It seems a bit dark if you think about it. The members of the Suicide Squad this time around is so entertaining. Their backstories are compelling, especially Ratcatcher 2. I thought she was the heart and soul of the team because she is the one member of the team that seems like she is morally good and that she cares about the team. She cares about Polkadot Man, King Shark. She cares about every single one of them and also the mission. And so when everything falls apart in the end, she was only trying to do the right thing. I really felt for her character because her intentions are good, she means good, and that that's why she is the heart and soul of not only the team but also the movie. I love Ratcatcher too. I hope she shows up in future DC installments. Polkadot Man is a hilarious character. That scene in the final battle against Starro is so funny. A giant mom (laughs) destroying the city. I mean, I cannot even imagine the anger inside him for his mother. We, We need a prequel movie for Polkadot Man so we could understand some of that anger. <laughs> King Shark, on the other hand, is both terrifying and cute. I don't know. I mean, he wants to eat everyone, but he is such an ab- adorable big shark that just wants to play around and read books, but he also wants to eat humans, so there's that. Credit to James Gunn for always creating such lovable characters. He did it before with Groot and Rocket and now he did it again with Sebastian and King Shark. I want to mention the really cool fight scene between Rick Flag and Peacemaker inside Jotunheim because that was such uh, an, an intense fight scene. There was a helmet reflection shot in that sequence where In that helmet reflection, you see the two fighting. I just thought that that was a pretty shot and effective as well because the fight scene was intense and that shot added a cool factor in that sequence. And by the way, John Cena's Peacemaker is okay. He is obviously growing into this comedic actor and I'm into it. As long as he improves his acting from movie to movie, I thought he was okay in Bumblebee as a serious military guy and I liked him in the Suicide Squad as Peacemaker. Idris Elba is great as Bloodsport. Bloodsport is a really cool character. I'm glad he didn't didn't die because I actually think he would be a cool character to cross over with some of the members of the Justice League. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is just amazing. It's effortless for her at this point. Or at least she makes it seem like it because she already mastered that comic presence on screen and it really adds to the comedy and lightheartedness of the film. I also want to point out one Harley Quinn sequence where she was trying to get out of the building of the young Presidente after killing him. I thought 
it was such a cool and fun sequence with all of the flowers, special effects while she was fighting. I thought that was a really cool comic sequence. Now, The Suicide Squad is not a perfect movie. I thought the no main villain aspect of the movie is kind of the weaker part of it because as a viewer, I don't know what is the threat for the squad, you know? And first, the villain was this young Presidente who has bad intentions. Then Harley, Harley Quinn killed him and then the thinker, I guess, is the villain now. But then he died again, killed by Starro. So now Starro is the villain, but actually Amanda Waller is the main villain. There's a lot of bad people in the movie and they weren't able to focus on one. And I think it hurts the movie a little because if they had one big bad, the movie would have had a more clear stakes for the Suicide Squad. Another issue that I had was in the final act of the movie where the Jotunheim building was falling and Harley Quinn, Paul Man, and Bloodsport is trying to trying not to fall Spider-Man 3 style and my issue with that scene is that the floor is wet just a second ago because of the aquarium being destroyed but somehow the three managed to run upwards while the floor is going vertical and at the same time wet i mean how is that possible because the floor is wet and they were able to run flawlessly i mean that's it it just bothered me i guess it's okay it didn't ruin my whole experience but it's just a nitpick that I noticed, so I had to point that out. That's about my only gripe on the film. Everything else I really enjoyed. I wonder if this movie was affected by COVID era because if it did, it looks tremendous. The special effects looks great. Starro looks amazing and also King Shark. The texture looked flawless on whatever environment he was in. I really really appreciate the special effects in this movie overall i had so much fun watching the suicide squad the characters is what made this movie so entertaining to watch there is no weak character in my opinion and my favorite character is ratcatcher too the movie is action filled with an overabundance of violence that elevated the entertainment factor of the movie The Suicide Squad also is extremely funny, and the blend between the action and comedy works so well in the film, and it results into an overall fun action comedy. Despite of the no main villain part of the story, I think The Suicide Squad is one of the best DCEU movies to date, and I can't wait to see the surviving characters in future DC installments. And for the MVP, of the movie, I am gonna give it to Bloodsport. He led the whole team to success. He did the right thing and provoked Amanda Waller. And most importantly, he redeemed himself as a father. It was 
actually a nice moment when Bloodsport's daughter saw him in the news and she was smiling and proud. And so I thought it was a nice moment. So MVP of the movie is Bloodsport. And my favorite character is Ratcatcher 2. She is a wonderful, wonderful presence and I love her. I love Cleo. I really, really enjoyed The Suicide Squad and so I'm gonna give it an A. That is it for my review of The Suicide Squad. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? What did you think about it? Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Fort Luis for questions, opinions, and updates. Look forward to more episodes. This is the Fort Podcast. Check back soon on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast.